Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons Podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. This is the fourth in a series of podcasts that our compliance team at Ogletree Deacons has prepared regarding I-9s, E-Verify, and compliance in these areas. Prior podcasts in this series discuss the temporary COVID-19 I-9 policy that ended on July 31st, 2023, and the grace period through August 30th to re-verify any required I-9s. We recommend referring back to these podcasts for further information regarding re-verifying I-9s that were initially completed during the COVID-19 temporary policy. Jenny, could you provide an overview of where we stand currently with with these I-9 procedures? Yeah, absolutely. The temporary COVID-19 policy for I-9s ended on July 31st. Beginning August 1st, 2023, All Form I-9s must be completed through in-person inspection of original documents. There is a 30-day grace period through August 30th for employers to physically re-verify documents for any I-9s that were first verified using the temporary policy. However, the government is allowing some employers to continue to verify remotely under what is referred to as an alternative procedure. The government is permitting qualified employers to use the new alternative procedure to satisfy the in-person inspection of documents. To qualify, an employer must, one, have been enrolled in E-Verify at the time that the I-9 was completed, two, be in good standing with E-Verify, which means that they are in compliance with the memorandum of understanding that was attested to when the employer enrolled in E-Verify. Three, an E-Verify case must have been created for the employee at issue. And four, the remote inspection of documents and completion of the I-9 was completed during the validity period of the COVID-19 temporary policy. Employers must also undergo DHS training available in E-Verify to use the alternative procedure. Jessica, if an employer determines that they do qualify for the alternative procedure based off the above guidance, and they wish to use it, what next steps should they consider when completing new Form I-9s? If an employer determines that they qualify for this alternative procedure and they decide that they want to use it, there are certain steps that they should follow. The employee provides copies of their I-9 documents electronically to the employer. The employer then examines the copies And we'll also look at them when the employee shows the copies through this live video interaction. Live video interaction? Do you mean like a video chat? Right, exactly. So during the employer's video call with the employee through some type of video call software, the employer must verify that the copies appear reasonably genuine and related to the individual that they're speaking with. Perfect. So just like the original I-9 guidance. That's right. The employer will then check a box on the new version of Form I-9, the August 1st, 2023 version, indicating that an alternative procedure was used to examine the I-9 documentation. 
So can employers also still use the old version? Yes. The Form I-9 version, dated October 19th, 2019, may continue to be used through October 31st, 2023. If this version is used, the employer must write in alternative procedure. The employer must also retain a clear and legible copy of the documentation, including the front and back side of any double-sided documents. Jessica, does everyone have to use this new alternative procedure now? So the alternative procedure is optional, and employers that qualify for it are not required to use it. However, it's also important to remember that there is an exception to the alternative procedure, um, and if the employee requests in-person verification, the employer must allow for this. So Jenny, what other policies should employers consider when adapting to this new I-9 form? Yeah, employers should take a look at their I-9 policies and procedures as a whole. For example, if employers use an authorized representative, they may want to consider setting up a separate discussion with them to ensure that all parties understand the new form I-9. Jessica, what if an employer uses a third-party vendor to complete their I-9s? If an employer uses an electronic I-9 system, they may want to consider checking with their vendor on when the new version of the Form I-9 will be available in the software. There could be a time period where there's you know, some flux due to software updates, so speaking directly with the vendor would be helpful. Does the government require a specific method to, for the employee to send their copies of documents to the employer? No, DHS does not require a specific transmission method for sending copies of I-9 documents. As these documents include sensitive employee information, including PII or personal identifiable information, employers may want to consider using secure portals as a best practice instead of just sending documents via email. And what should employers consider when retaining these copies of employees' documents? Employers are required to retain copies of I-9 documents if they elect to use the alternative procedure, but note that this is not a requirement for traditional in-person document inspection. Given that the documents will likely be sent to the employer or verifier electronically, employers should consider their existing document transmission and retention policies. While in-person inspection does not require the retention of I-9 documents, there are also separate e-verified document retention requirements. Thank you so much, Jenny. We hope this podcast has provided points for employers to consider when reviewing their company policies and how to ensure that these policies comply with either the standard or alternative procedure for new hires going forward. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.